All right, volleyball fans, the Omaha Supernovas season has officially kicked off, and you can secure your single match and season tickets at supernovas.com. The Supernovas roster includes Olympians, NCAA national champions, and All-Americans. Witness world-class talent and a fan experience that is second to none at the Supernovas' next match on March 14th versus the Atlanta Vibe at the CHI Health Center with first serve at 7 p.m. Central Time. Join the volleyball movement sweeping across the country and see your major league volleyball team, the Omaha Supernovas. Welcome to NBNR, the authority on unfiltered opinions and authentic player insight for Nebraska athletics. Connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and at nbnrpodcast.com. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love water. He's a junkyard dog. Hey, Kenny Bell ran up to me he's like, you know what you just... You just did. You get mad. You're going to get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, <laughs> got it, Mohammed. GBR. Go big red indeed. No block, no rock. Season four, episode 28. Coming at you from the Nebraska Brewing Company tap room in La Vista, Nebraska, 68128. Fellas. Let's talk about the drinks we are drinking real quick. I, of course, Old Reliable with the Pickle Fight. Coming in a high V near you in a six-pack. When? It gets canned on Wednesday. Okay. So uh, probably early to mid next week. Very I'm soon. in all the way. I'm going to high V on Thursday to buy a six-pack of Pickle Fight. Not this yeah. Thursday, though. Shit. Not that, yeah, it gets canned on Wednesday. It'll be Damn out next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, whenever you do that, I'm getting it. Yeah. All right, you're drinking a pill? I'm not. No, yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm just going to keep doing that every week. That's One of these stupid. weeks, I am going to surprise right. you. No. When we come back from break, I will let Kyle pick what I drink. Yeah, he, he knows not to let Mike pick. Yeah. Oh, Moab. No. Moab. Yeah. Moab. Yeah, Hell Mike yeah. sucks. So I'm going to let Kyle pick. <laughs> when we come Kyle. back from break, I will drink something different. It's because but yes, it is Pilsner. And I don't want to hear it from you, Jared, what? Mr. I've been what? drinking pickle for 10 weeks in a row. I didn't say anything. I just... You can hear it from me, though. Yeah. Because I oh. change my beer on a weekly basis. What you got now? Not a weekly. You're Pretty close. Yeah. I got the cold beer. It's their cream ale, and uh, it's fantastic. The best logo probably known to man. You got a bald eagle going over Chimney Rock. You cannot beat that branding. Two-part question for you. One, is it cold? Is it cold? Well, yeah. yeah it's not false advertising. Does it hurt okay. your teeth number, when you drink it? Number two, is it beer? Jeez. Yeah, I confirmed. It, uh, it is beer. On the money. Cold yeah. beer. Blake asked money. us, are you guys not watching the Daytona 500? No. No, Blake. We are not. No. Blake. I do have notifications turned on. <laughs> <laughs> I am not watching. No, you, you don't. Know. You don't I, really. I don't want to shock you, Blake. We are, uh, we're actually recording a podcast right now. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Redcast Rob said Nebraska 16 and 0. Now you can do the other teams. Oh, no. <laughs> of course you said that, Rob. Oh, Robbie. We love you, Rob. Kyle, KB. what you drinking? Uh, I don't think I can say just because we don't get sponsored by these folks. Yeah. It's an energy drink. Kyle, just lie. It's called Peach Vibe, but I won't say, you know, whatever. Just lie. I, look, I got in at like 1230, 1 o'clock last night. I got home from a trip to Yellowstone last week. How um, was it? How was the trip? It was excellent. Saw a bunch of wildlife. Yellowstone's closed this time of year, so you can only get into the north entrance. So we just kind of dabbled around in the mountains in the hot springs, stuff like that. So ran away from... A few grizzly bears. Well, so I heard. Dude, ran away. 
Yeah. Out there. Shoot. <laughs> I heard it real. I heard that you were wearing Husker gear and there were buffaloes running away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, weird. Yeah, weird. Those bus getting scared, huh? <laughs> well, they're bison, kind of the yeah, same thing. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. North Dakota State well, would probably come running towards us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Are we done with the wilderness talk? Yeah. yeah okay. I don't know. Just making sure. I was running on animals. Look, look, <laughs> yeah. You went to, that's a, it's a cool place to go. Yeah. I don't know if you wanted to expand more or just leave it. No, took a, took a bunch of uh, photos, made myself like a photo book. It's like one of the first times I've ever printed off my photos, yeah, like landscape photos. So I'm excited to see how that all stuff, all that stuff turns out. So yeah, other than that, Yellowstone was good. Are you gonna frame like a big canvas of like one of your mountain pictures or something? Yeah, I mean, That'd I have cool. I have some really nice photos from like all over the world, and I just need to like commit and just spend the money just to get some big blow up prints so I can put it up, put it up in my office. But yeah, we'll see. So it's safe to say you would recommend. For our listeners and watchers out there, go to Yellowstone, yes? Go to Yellowstone in the winter, Gardner, Montana. That's it. Okay. That's go a to, paid sponsor. Yep. Go to Yellowstone. <laughs> also, come to the Nebraska Brewing Company Tap Room. Oh, that, yeah. You like that segue? That was good. All right. Um, Levis in Nebraska, 68128, uh, 96 in Harrison. Boom. Uh, help me out. World 96 in Harrison? 108th in Harrison. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing? Is this your I, first day? I first actually time took hosting? a second to catch. I, I got the camera on me. I feel really nervous right now. <laughs> World class. In every glass. All ah, right. Now, Mike, Mike just wants to do a little touch. A little touch, he said, on Nebraska baseball, as he calls it, Nebraseball. That's you. I keep telling yeah. him to stop saying that fucking okay. thing. Okay, don't I, say that. I, I have seen people tweeting with Nebraseball as the hashtag, oh. and I, I want to ask, if, if you're watching, listening, whatever, if that's you, please stop. Okay. It's, not, it's just not good. People in the live chat right now, if you are pro-Nebraska Nebraseball, <laughs> yeah, if you are pro-Nebraseball, pro Give give us some stuff in the chat. If you like to use that hashtag, put it in the chat. Here, if you've got a better one, give it to us. <laughs> yes. I think it's just hashtag Huskers. Give that a try. Yeah. Here, here's why it doesn't work for that, okay? At least for Nebraska ball, you say Nebraska. Nebraska, right? Yeah. Not Nebraska. That's why it doesn't work <laughs> for Nebraska ball, for those people that need that grammar lesson. Our, Doug is, is in 100%. Okay. Doug, is, Douglas Johnson, hundred percent. He's in on the baseball. If, <laughs> if the Husker, he's a degen. If the Husker account is not using GBRBI, what are we doing? See, yeah. that's, that's better. Yeah, like GBRBI that's, is easy. That's good. Like, yeah, yeah. There, there's so many things, and like I'm an idiot, and that yeah. took me like ten seconds. Right. Like, and colorblind. Yeah, and colorblind. And you're colorblind, yeah. as you can tell from the tablecloths. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're complaining about the color of the tablecloths. They had the one colorblind kid on the podcast pick out the tablecloths. This is on them, if anything. But yeah, if you, if anyone listening, watching, whatever, if you've got an idea for a Nebraska baseball hashtag, please let us know. Absolutely. Nebraseball just isn't doing it. Just a reminder for everybody that is listening, um, stay engaged with the conversation. Uh, throw it in the chat, and we will continue to um, include you in our conversation. It is just the four of us tonight, so... Uh, we love interacting with the people that are watching and listening. So, so yeah, you're right. I'm not going to disagree with you. Yeah, you shouldn't disagree. <laughs> um, so, Nebraska baseball goes to Texas, and they play three southern teams. They beat Baylor on Friday. They lose to Texas Tech in a hard-fought battle. And then they lose to Oklahoma. Walk off. Blowing a, blowing a 5-1 to one lead. 
Um, I would say just going into the weekend, I personally was like, hey, if they can go one and two, awesome. That's chalked up as a solid weekend. However, of course, you, if you actually watch the games, it's a little bit of a damper because of how it ended. Um, but again, you play these Southern teams, they have an inherent advantage. Yep. Right? Nebraska does this all the time. Most weekends, well, I shouldn't say most, but a lot of weekends were like, God dang it, why did they do this? Because they went winless in the weekend and they got off to a terrible start and that doesn't help their freaking RPI or whatever metric they go by in college baseball these days. But first three games, one and two, I can't really ask for much more. Were we 0-3 last year? We were. Yeah. I think 0-4. Uh, yeah. Because they had four games in San Diego. Yeah, and we got smacked. Yeah. Yes. So what? Or actually, and one of them was a tie. <laughs> oh, that I do yeah. remember the tie. We did yep. an episode that. That's right. <laughs> so I think there actually was a tie this weekend. By the way, I don't saw know if that. you saw. It was a four and a half hour long game, but I I think a lot of Husker fans, if if you watched the games this weekend, wanted and needed that two and one, especially having that five one lead. That would have been perfect. But again. What we have noticed with Husker baseball, the brace ball, if you will, Ugh. over the years. I won't. Having uh, rough starts this season tend to bounce back after, you know, weeks one and two. I think what's promising about this team was they were putting themselves in positions to win. Actually, even the Baylor game, like that lead, uh, I think it was, what, 2-1 going into the ninth. They come out 4-1. Yeah. They're putting themselves in positions to win. It didn't happen this weekend. I think they'll figure it out, and I think we seem to be in a better position to start the season this year than we were last. Yeah, and the thing that, okay, you watch these games, and it's like, okay, the offense, um, I know this is a little more than a touch, Mike. Um, the offense, Dylan Carey was raking, Overbeek was, rake, was raking, um, Silva was doing very well. Like, this team does seem a little reminiscent of the 21 squad with, with Acker and Hallmark, Schwellenbach, if you will. We would. Was that, was that the season we went down to Arkansas for that regional? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's some more shit. Um, I just feel like uh, with that team, they could get a lot of guys on base. They had really smart base runners, and it always seemed like their offense was doing something. Um, but before the season, Will Bolt said that the bullpen, the bullpen, bolt pen, bolt pen, bolt pen, was supposed to be a strength. And uh, look, in the last two games, like the Texas Tech game, Texas Tech had bounces go their way. It's baseball that happens. I'm not going to be too mad about that, but that Oklahoma loss was painful. And I'm going to be honest, when one of those relievers came in the game, and it's your most veteran guy. Very veteran. Not going to lie, I was like, I want to cheer for him. I want to cheer for 19. I want him to, to succeed and do well because, obviously, but he's got he's to be better. KP19, and look, he knows that. I'm sure he's just kind of, I mean, heartbroken, whatever. It's the first weekend, but damn. Five to one lead, and you blow it in the ninth, eventually. Like you said, they are damn. Southern schools who have advantages. They don't have that thing that happened last Friday. Snow in Lincoln and Omaha. So, right. yeah, they don't have to deal with the elements like we do. I'm not saying that we don't train all year round and these guys aren't going elsewhere to, right. you know, to keep up with their game. But there is a, a advantage of living in a, an area that is 
always warm. Yeah. Um, but I would say overall, a, a, a nice weekend. Nothing to be too upset about. I think they'll be okay. Yep. We did have one comment in the chat from uh, Mike Sorensen. Great name, Mike. Uh, he said, patient with baseball. We got the right coaches. So I'd agree. Mike, you're saying exactly what I guarantee we're all about to say. Just give it some time. Well, and so uh, I mentioned before the episode started that Texas Tech coach comes out after the game talking about this Nebraska squad, saying the coaches are great, the talent is there. That's going to be a team that needs to be reckoned with. Um, and there was another Nebraska journalist, podcaster. I actually forget who tweeted it, uh, so that tells you how important they are. Um, but saying, like, you know, it's funny hearing coaches talk like this about Nebraska when we have fans constantly calling for heads. It's like, take a second and listen to the experts. Take a I, second and listen to opposing coaches. I don't like that because I saw that tweet. I know exactly what you're talking about. And the only thing I could think, and I'll be honest, I that person is making up arguments in their own head to make them look better. I, I, I didn't see one person saying, firebolt, fire Childress. I didn't see one person say that. So that person is making up what's called a straw man argument where you make up an argument and you break it down and you dispute it to make yourself look better. I disagree. So I, I, I agree that it didn't happen this weekend, but there were points during the last season where people were talking about is Will Bolt on the hot seat. So it is not like something that hasn't been said before, but that, you know, it wasn't you, said this weekend. You went through a whole season. Like, I, yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying. And that's a fair point. Uh, people have talked about it just because I'm kind of ignorant when it comes to baseball. I, it's just not my favorite sport. It's fair is like, I know what you guys are saying like, this is not the time to panic. Everybody be patient. Everybody, everything's gonna be fine. It's the first weekend. Like it's not a huge right? deal. Yeah. Um, the time to panic, I believe, right. Is when you start looking at a bunch of losses in the midweek games, which happened, which happened last year, right? You and O. Yeah, was a constant thorn in constant. their side. <laughs> yeah, even though they only play them like I don't know what was it four or five times last year. It I was think like, like oh my god. Five. Yeah, but yeah, it's those midweek games because again, you're playing in the Big Ten baseball conference mm -hmm. where you cannot really rack up your RPI even if you win a lot of games. You have to you have to rack up as many dubs as you can. So as soon as you drop a game to one of those lower level teams, that just kills your RPI even more. So. That cannot be a problem this year. No. Because then, like you said, that conversation from last year, definitely going to start popping up again if they can't beat UNO at home. Just got to do it. Okay. Um, Sprinkle over. <laughs> touch. Yeah. Uh, Mike wants to get a little more in-depth with Nebraska ball. No, Nebraska ball. Oh, okay. Thank you. So, Nebraska ball, Penn State. Mike, you went to the game. Yes, you, you saw. You saw. It was a dismantling, right? Yes. Would you call it that? Well, it was the the identity of this team, and we've been seeking one for years. Is defense, and and the defense came to play. The offense, I think, the week off and everything, they finally got a, a break and a rest, but they they started very slow offensively. But the defense set the tone, and it just never went away. That the defense they smothered Penn State, and Penn State. Try doing different things to try to try to rattle us, but they just stayed stayed steady, and, and their defense was just it was fun to watch. It's fun to watch when your team is actually good. Uh, I don't know much about Penn State and their offense, or in like any statistics or whatever, but I gotta think that <laughs> their offense has to be in the lower 
tier. Uh, they're, you know, they're, their offense looked. They're pretty bad. Their, hey, their whole looked, team is ranked near the bottom of the Big Ten. It looks yes. doo doo ass, if you will. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to take away win credit. The you, games you're supposed you, to win. You got to play defense. You yes. still got to play. You still got to play the game that's in front of you. Yes. And there's going to be people out there, just like with Michigan, when Nebraska dismantled them as well. Michigan, Penn State. These teams suck. I don't care. Nope. These no. are teams that they would previously lose to. Yes. So win the game. There's two options. Win or lose. That's it, guys. I think I'm taking the win every time. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care who it's against. Win. What's really important with this Nebraska team right now is something that, you know, at home they have done and it's taking care of business. Yep. They they are there. They understand. You play the game that's in front of you. You play your opponent. Uh, again, on the road, we have one win total. It was against Kansas State. Um, we have, what, three games left all on the road. This is no. a, a, Illinois, Michigan, and Ohio State all on the road. I'll run through it. Yeah, but oh, we, we, we have, have two oh, home games left, too. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. So if three road games right. is what I was looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. not three total. Um, those three road games are going to be very critical as we go into March. Because you cannot go into March with one road win. I mean, that's when you're looking at like a 13 seed. Yeah. All of Illinois, Michigan, Ohio State, all of those are winnable. Every single one of them. And this, like, I understand. What, what's our home record? Have, We've lost one We've game. We've lost one game. game. Is, is it like... We lost to Creighton. Whatever it is, it's so, really so good. We're, we're 17 and one at home. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? Yeah. 17 and one. It's great. Yes. That sounds right. Yes. That that is because we're 18 and 8 right now. So if if we've only lost dropped one at home, we're 17 and 1 at home. That's fantastic. You have to go get at least two of these road games. And if you can't beat Michigan or Ohio State, I understand Ohio State just took down Purdue. What was that last night, two nights ago? Purdue's a fraud. They are. You can go beat at least two of these teams and that builds your resume. I'm personally praying for Nebraska to get that 10 seed in March. I want them in Omaha. I don't know anybody in Nebraska that isn't rooting for them to be in Omaha. Mm -hmm. That 10 seed's their best shot. Yeah. The thing is, is we have a game on Wednesday against Indiana. At Indiana. And that team, if you watch them play Northwestern, that team looks just done. They they don't look like they want to play basketball anymore. If you can't <laughs> that, take it, That being said, if you can't take advantage of a team like that, which in the past... That we're usually the slump buster. And in, fo in football, yes. In even in basketball, oh, we're yeah. the slump buster. I mean, Teams mm -hmm. that are on losing streaks, you go play them at their house, you lose. All men's sports. Yes. We need to break the narrative of being a slump buster. Win a game on the road against a team like Indiana, who their head coach might be getting fired. If yeah. they continue down this trend that they're on right now, he might get fired. I just, uh, listen, I, I can already see it. I'm watching this game against Indiana, um, and it's going to be competitive. Like I don't, they're not going to give it to you. <laughs> people are just thinking, "Oh, Indiana sucks." Sure, but you're also forgetting that there's another side to this coin, guys. Nebraska is going on the road. <laughs> okay, that's a pretty big uh, portion of the coin. Yeah. One in <laughs> seven on the road. One in seven on the road. It's and, bad. And it's not, it's not just that, right? Like, okay, they're beating these teams that they're supposed to beat. Not only that, you know, they're beating, they're beating them by 20, right? They beat Penn State by 20, Michigan by 20 plus, whatever. Yes. 
but they're going on the road and losing by 20. Against teams that they should not be losing by 20 well, to. Northwestern. Like Maryland, I'm sorry, you should not be losing by 20 to Maryland. We beat Northwestern at home, and then we go to their house, and we just get freaking mollywopped. Yeah. So. yeah. so that's what I'm, I'm just saying. It's going to be a competitive game, man. Any of these road games at Indiana, at Ohio State, at Michigan, they're all going to be battles. I don't care who their coach is. I don't care who's injured. I don't care. Dude, it's going to be it's going to be a five point game with five minutes left. I'm sorry. It's just it is what it is. Yeah. So five games left. I want to go around the table. What record? I want I want to ask two questions. What do you think they're going to do in these next five games? What's the record? And what record do you think they need to have to make the tournament? What do you want to start? We'll start down there. With me? With you. <laughs> All right, so run me, down, <clears throat> run me down our schedule for the next five. At Indiana. At Indiana. Against my better judgment, I'm going to call that a win. Minnesota. Minnesota, I'm calling a loss. That's the number one team against the spread in the country. That's They're, Minnesota at home, though. We get to play them at home. Right, right. And Minnesota, we should have beat them on the road. Minnesota has taught me a lesson over the last three weeks. Never, ever bet against Minnesota. I'm calling that a Minnesota win. Okay. So one and one at Ohio State Slaughterhouse. We beat the shit out of them. Two and one. Rutgers. Rutgers at home. Yes. Win. Okay. Three and one at Michigan. At Michigan. Another slaughterhouse. Four and one. Four and one. Four and one. Now, if they do that. Now you want to ask, like, what do I think we need to make the tournament? Yeah. We need two of them. You have to win two of five. Is what you're saying. Yeah. If, if we get 20 wins, we're in. We're a really low seed. We're not getting the 10 spot like we like. That's probably a 12 or 13 spot, but you're still in. Okay. With with a uh, In quad one and two, Nebraska's eight and six in those wins like, on that record. I, I think that's good enough to get you at least a low seed. If you get that four and one that I think we can get, I think that puts you up to a 10, maybe a nine. Um, At Indiana, just a storybook trap game, but I think they'll win. Uh, Minnesota, I'm going to say they're going to win. At Ohio State's a loss. Rutgers is a win. At, I think they'll probably go 4-1 and one as well. Um, Can I ask why you think Ohio State's lost? Again, I, they're, because I, they're second there, to last in the Big Ten. There, right there's no, like, I can't give you a stat or, like... It's, it's just a gut feeling? It is. It's just a gut. Like, you watch these games, dude. It's the Big Ten, like... Anything can happen. You know? It's not March yet, but it's, it's Nebraska still on, Again, it's Nebraska on the road. Like, people it, that think, there's no expert. I don't know if you guys noticed this. Experts don't know shit. No. Nobody knows anything. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> on paper, Nebraska should win these games. But they haven't won a single road game in the Big Ten yet. And on they, paper, and they we should, should have. not. And we should not give them the benefit of the doubt. No. Even with the Indiana. Like, Nebraska doesn't deserve to be assuming a win. I don't care what Indiana's. It's still Indiana. It's still in their place. Um, but I will say, if they do not get a road win, I don't think they get in. If they drop all three on the road, yeah, I think it's a pretty big indictment. Yeah, like even you know, so if you'd, they, be, you'd be at twenty. I think that the only way they would get in without the road win is they'd, they'd have to get a win in the Big Ten tournament. I think they would I, have I, to have more than one. No, I think I think if they get one in the Big Ten tournament. I think they could still get in as last four in, but I just, uh, you know, people are very conspiracy minded when it comes to Husker athletics. They're always looking for the boogeyman. Um, 
they're out to get Nebraska, et cetera. And I'm anti that guy. But this committee is going to be looking for any excuse to not put us in. And so if you go if you go winless on the road, they're going to look at that and go, frauds. Get, go on, get. So to that effect, and I'll make this quick, uh, we talked about this again before the show. Earlier in the season, I was a big rank Nebraska guy. Do it, you cowards. Yeah. Looking at Nebraska right now, do we deserve to be in the top 25? No, we don't. But do we deserve at least a couple of votes in the AP poll? I think so. Again, Nebraska snubbed zero votes. Nebraska has to earn its reputation here. It's not going to be given. Right. They've got to win these games. So, yeah. The one guy that loves Nebraska is Andy Katz. The dude keeps putting us in the bus. Keeps putting Nebraska like in his top 40. Yeah. Every freaking time. We should be in the top 40. Like, probably. I'm just saying. But, if, I would say top but, 40. If you have Nebraska outside of your top 40, you don't watch Nebraska basketball. I'm just telling you. You're not wrong. You're, I mean, you're looking at the winless road record yes. and saying... You're looking at the numbers more than, they are, than you are at watching the games. Right. Because Nebraska, <laughs> if you're in Pinnacle Bank Arena, there's not a single team in the country that's going to show up there that Nebraska's not going to go and just scrap with. Even Duke. Even Duke. Even UConn. I, I'm Fuck telling you, Duke. even UConn. No. You could come into, into PBA, and it would be, it would be a dogfight. I, I think... It is something that I really admire about this Nebraska team is the fact that for better or for worse, they play to their opponent's level. Like there are those blowouts. We've seen them. We've, we've watched them. But for the most part, they're scrappy. Like that's, it, it's a really good thing. And I think that'll be helpful down, like you said, in the Big Ten tournament and, you know, hopefully in March. Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, 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 go. Uh, I, think, I think you end up going three and two with one road win in that. Who do you got as your road win? Uh, I'm going to say Ohio State, not Michigan. I, Again, I think I think you could him. I think you could flip a coin, yeah. and just be like, yeah, it's either Ohio either State or those. Michigan. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of my thing. Like, dude, these are all just games that you have to play, and like, mm-hmm. but you knows? you think Indiana is probably a loss? Yeah, I don't know. Like we've been talking about, like. And Indiana's at Indiana, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. So, like, I think the reputation that Nebraska has right now is that PBA is a buzzsaw. And so people see that and they're like, well, we can do the same thing. Watch us play at home. You come into our house and you come play us there. Like, it's not as easy, is it? See, and that's the thing is, like, Indiana's going through it right now. Yep. Yeah. They're in a tough spot. But again, just like with football, right? They see Nebraska coming to town. We got these guys. They see Nebraska. Nebraska ball coming into town. These guys can't beat us on the road. They can't beat anybody on the road. This is our get right game. Like, it goes both ways, people. Yes, Indiana sucks. But Nebraska on the road sucks. And again, if you're a committee member, you're looking at that and going, well, they're going to be playing games in March if they make the dance. It's not going to be at PBA. So why the hell would we put these guys in? Because they're not going to freaking win. Right. Yeah. Even if it's in Omaha. Again, it's not a game in PBA. That's like the toughest argument for me, though, is the, the people that are on this committee that are picking these teams. You're not picking them to win. You're picking them because they deserve to be there. Mm-hmm. And Fair. I think if Nebraska breaks that 20 win mark, that should be, again, being a winning record in quad one and quad two. If they hit that 20 win mark, they deserve to be there. Whether you think they'll win that first round or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I just think there's a, there's a lot of slander on the Big Ten Conference in basketball. And some of it is is totally, you know, they, they've earned that. But 
Purdue, I understand you were shitting on them earlier. Yeah, they're they still have the most quad one wins in, in the country. So they've, they've gone and beat teams in other conferences in the non-con. So they, they are not frauds. They, they did stumble in some games in, the, in conference. But if you look at Kansas, they've dropped tons of freaking games. You look, at, you look at North Carolina, you look at some of the teams up there, they've all dropped games. Say, say the team you want to say. Duke. That's the one. I knew yeah. you looked at me when you were listing those teams. Say the one saying, you want. I'm just saying, everybody's dropping games this year. It's kind of a weird year of college basketball. Yeah. So to like just point out a conference and be like, oh, they're not that good. I think the bottom of the Big Ten could compete with the middle of the Big East. I think the bottom of the Big Ten could compete with the middle of a lot of these conferences. So I understand the, the hate, but on the flip side, it's still a power conference, guys. Dude, like this, this whole Purdue thing, right? They're losing to teams that they shouldn't be losing to. A lot of people are going to use that as an argument against the Big Ten. Oh, see, yeah. their they're top dog isn't even that good. Well, I could flip that and say... They're losing to a mid to lower tier Big Ten team that Thank just you. goes to show yes. that the league is deep. Yes, it's deep. It just matters more. That's why I, you, these road games that, oh, Michigan's a fucking bleh. Nah, dude, like it's still a Big Ten team. Like, Again, is Minnesota not ranked in the middle of the Big Ten right now? Against the spread, they are the number one team in the country across all conferences, across all levels. They are mid Big Ten. And they cover the spread more than anyone else. Yeah. That, like, that's it, what I'm saying. You it can't, is insane. You can't shit on the Big Ten. You, no one's saying that we have like two or three or four title contenders. Frankly, the Big Ten, in my opinion, has zero. Purdue is their best shot. I don't see them getting it done. But Purdue is reasonably in the discussion. But there are all of these teams just below Purdue that are all like they could make runs. Yeah. Yeah. And there aren't a whole lot of conferences that can say like, yeah, we've got five teams that could potentially do some damage. Yeah. And I think like there, there's probably a conversation being had by a lot of people saying like Ohio State was down bad and then they go and they beat Purdue and now they should be, you know, they're on the trajectory up like they're going to be feeling good. Right. But I'll remind you, Nebraska beat Purdue. Right. And then yeah. they lose by almost 20 to Iowa the, the next game. So yeah. it's like. No, Trapped. nobody knows. And Iowa near the right. bottom no, of the Big Ten. Right. Yes. Nobody knows. Right. Nobody knows. Nobody Dude, knows. again, Ohio State probably expended all their energy to beat Purdue. So now this this is the lull time for them because and they're hitting the, listen, they're a talented knows? team. Though. Ohio State's a, a tough example because if you go look at recruiting rankings and like the talent on they're that roster, they're up there. they are a very talented team. Right. And that's why when I get into my picks, I think we lose that game and that's the only game we lose. So you're saying four and one. I'm saying four and one, and the only lose, only loss we have is at Ohio State. Okay. I think we finally get the monkey off our back Wednesday night against Indiana. I think they're in shambles right now, and I, I hope this team is mentally tough enough to just take care of business. I've seen him in person. I've been to every home game besides three games this year. Season tickets. Home game. Season tickets. Oh yeah, I heard. Home yes. Game. Every home game. This team. I watch. I mean, I watch every game. But I'm just saying, this team, the mental makeup of this team is different. the The leadership is different. The play style, they have an identity. The defense is just, they're pests. And it bothers teams. And Indiana, if you already have some some issues and you have somebody being a pest, it's going to result in more issues. And I think we'll take care of business against Indiana and we're going stum- to stumble probably either against, no, it's going to be Ohio State. We're going to lose against Ohio State, 4-1, and one, make the tournament, and get a higher than a 10 seed. You know what I'm really excited for? And this sounds weird, um, but Nebraska knows it's in a position where you get a mid to low seed in the dance or you get a high seed in the NIT. 
That's where we're at. No. And what I really like is their backs are now against the wall. And I think this is a team that responds very well to pressure. At PBA. Well, but they... Earlier guys, in the I, season, you, have you guys been watching these road games? I watch them earlier in the have season. You? Yeah, you sure? Yeah, because uh, midseason, look midseason. Terrible. Did you look at this team and you're like, yeah, this is a team that's going to the dance? I didn't. Midseason, midseason. Mm-hmm. Did, I mean, were you yeah. looking? I was like, they're going dancing. Yeah, I, mean, I was. I, was I mean, thinking, this, team, this team's just been doing what they've been. Even but the now, K State, the K State win on the road was still fresh. If it, it's midseason, a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, but I'm, in hindsight, 2020, well, that course, win looks less. You said yeah. midseason. No, that's fair. That's right. fair. But now they know. Right. We got to go now. And I'm, I'm really excited to see how this team responds. I play off basketball. I hope you're right because, again, this team knows its backs to the wall. How do they respond? You're on the hopeful side. And I, I'm not saying I'm not. I'm just saying that maybe their backs to the wall. They know that. And their buttholes go. But they haven't done that at home yet. And they're winning by 20, is what I'm saying. They weren't doing that even earlier in the season. They weren't beating teams by 20 at home. Is this best home record ever? 17-1? I can't imagine there was an undefeated home season. Like You would think that you would have heard a stat like that by now. I mean, I haven't heard anything yet about that. I'm going to dive into that tonight. Yeah, might have to look into it. Um, Let's take a quick break, and then when we get back, we're going to talk about Big Ten win totals, the over-unders that were set by Vegas lines, and we'll just go around and uh, see how we feel about the different teams and where they are setting in those lines. Sounds good. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be back. Everyone knows the Team Jack Foundation, but have you heard about the work they're doing with the Nebraska Childhood Brain Tumor Program? They're currently funding 13 projects and collaborating with national institutions such as Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, Memorial Sloan-Kettinger Cancer Center, Columbia University, and more. To date, they have raised over $12 million in counting. Their focus finding better treatments for kids fighting brain cancer, and one day, a cure. Why? Treatments currently used are 45-plus years old and highly toxic. If a child survives a brain tumor, they are often left with lifelong deficits due to the toxic treatments. One of the largest projects is at the University of Nebraska Medical Center, the creation of a Nebraska Childhood Brain Tumor Program. To learn more about their projects, get involved, or donate, visit teamjackfoundation.org. How would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> I say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Cash rules everything around me. Green, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, uh, We have a saying, no block, no rock. Thanks, Joe and Troy. Connor. Yes. Connor, 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 Connor. Before we touched on, as Nebraska calls it, Nebraseball, Mike, Nebraseball, yeah? yeah. Nebraseball? No. Okay, sorry. Off. Connor, you wanted to get on some wrestling talk. Yeah, we'll make this short. Quick and dirty, please. Oh, yeah, it will hey, be. Just like, just like the game. Quick and dirty. Or I mean the, the duel. No. Yeah. The wrestling game. Yeah, uh, the wrestling game. <laughs> Was that when they played? Yeah, they, yeah. No. <laughs> I just want to very quickly, I know wrestling is sort of a niche sport. Not, yeah, a, sure. not a whole lot of people are, you know, following Nebraska wrestling that closely. I want to give them their roses. They are now ranked number three in the nation. Ranked above Iowa for the first time in years. Ooh. Which feels fantastic. Hey, where's we, the laugh track? Yeah, can I get a laugh track? Yeah, where's on? the laugh track? Yeah, hey, Iowa, hey. what are you ranked? <laughs> <laughs> They're only one spot behind us, but they are behind hey. us. But they, they did beat us, so. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. you know, shut up. 
Uh, Nash, Nash yeah, but lost. whatever. Yeah, Nash lost his game okay. against the, the Nash. <laughs> Nash. Nash Hutmacher wrestled the number one heavyweight in the country yesterday. Um, mm, got he actually, sat on. Yes. He, yeah, it was a very boring <laughs> match to watch. That's not why I want to talk about Nebraska wrestling. <laughs> if you watch the Nash wrestling match, <laughs> yeah, he literally got. Are you ro- deflating got, like Mike? He got rode for five and a half of the six minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a very boring match. <laughs> he got sat on. <laughs> I'm sure that was a very technical. Is that? Yeah. Do you get a point for sitting on something? Actually, you do. It's called riding time. Yeah. There is actually riding time. They yeah. rode him like a pony. Yeah, there, there is actually a point he for riding time. Sat on. He was a bed. Just the way he said. Just the way he said it was. He got sat on. Come get your polar bear mattress. But to get the sad part out of the way, yesterday's duel against Penn State, Nebraska did lose twenty two thirteen, which sounds bad, but Penn State also a top 10 team. The big 10 is eight of the top 25 teams in the country right now. It's a very, like it is the wrestling conference again, Nebraska number three. But what I really want to give Nebraska their roses for is nine of 12 wrestlers on that roster are ranked nine of 12. So again, we are, we're hitting this quick and dirty. (laughs) Shout out Nebraska wrestling. Go big red. Now we can get into football records. I just had to give them the roses while I could. Who's the best pound-for-pound Nebraska wrestler, in your opinion? Of all time? No, not of all time this year. That would be a no-brainer. Jordan Burroughs? Uh, all time. Well, Jordan Burroughs. I'm talking this year. Because you've been watching these wrestling games. (laughs) <laughs> and the pony shows. Yeah, these sitting these sitting competitions. So this is this is gonna sound really dumb and like okay. a really surface level take, but I, I do have rationale for it. Not necessarily the best wrestler, but the one that has impressed me the most is actually Nash Hutmacher. Because if you look at it, Hutmacher hasn't wrestled since he Cop was in out. high school. Cop out answer. No, I, I, I have a point to this. Hasn't wrestled since he was in high school. When he was in high school, four time state champ, never lost a match. This guy hasn't wrestled in, what, three years? He comes into D1 wrestling Mm -hmm. and looks like he belongs. Against heavyweights. Yeah. He is the most impressive I've seen. He was an impressive mattress yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Again, number one in the country. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Uh, Mike. But. Rude. If we're asking, like, he's easily the one who, like, just shattered my expectations. I honestly figured he would go out and just get fucking manhandled. And he's not. I mean, aside again from yesterday where he wrestled the number one guy in his weight class in the country. Give him a break. He got sat on. He got sat on for five and a half minutes. Number one Husker wrestler all time. A lot of writing. Easy answer is Jordan Burroughs, but James Green deserves his credit too. Uh, Give him his roses. There you go. Okay, football, 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 football. They were a football show. Are we in a football? Hold on. Yeah. Oh, okay. He he was just driving by. Oh, that was Um, it. Okay. So I know I I told you guys I I was going to do Big 10 win totals, but I figured that'd take longer than probably we'd want. We're going to run down the Nebraska football schedule instead, which means some teams are going to get left out of this, like UTEP and Northern Iowa. So the first one I want to start with is the fighting Deion Sanderses of Colorado. I want you guys to guess 
What do you think their win total is projected? Five and a half. For Colorado? Yeah. Six and a half. What do you, th- mm. what are you think? In Colorado, less wins than Nebraska last year. Return Shadur. Return Travis Hunter. What do you think? And Shiloh, yeah. And Shiloh. No, I thought Shiloh. Give me oh. four and a half. So they are five and a half. Hey! So, and I think that's a, that's a wise move by the betters in, in Vegas because that gets voters to commit. Bowl game or no bowl game? If I'm a betting man, I'm taking that over. You taking that over? Get, I think they get six. Nope. No. Not in the Big nope. 12. Mm-hmm. No. They got shit on in the Pac-12. And the Pac-12 was decent last year, but when I say shit on, like, blown the fuck out. Yeah, but we're also looking at Dion bringing in some more high-powered transfers with a little bit more experience. He's had a year to kind of set his feet. I don't care. You like that argument? That was sound. He <laughs> made a sound. Travis Hunter missed several weeks last year. I don't know. I think they get six. I think, I think they get five. Okay. That's fair. That's why it's at five and a half. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Your Vegas is right bit. between yes. us. So bowl, no bowl. No bowl. No um, bowl. I have zero fucking opinion because guess what? Nobody knows. Um, Illinois. What do you think Illinois is sitting at? Fighting Burt's? What are you thinking? Five and a half. Mm, I'm going to say... I'm going to say seven and a half. Oh, you're going pretty high. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Kyle actually just helped me make my answer because I was going to side with Mike and say five and a half, no, but you're gonna say I've got five and a half and seven and a half over here. I'm going to take six and a half. So KB is the most optimistic. It is five and a half. Damn it. Boom. Dude, five stuck and with my gut. for Illinois. Dude, I should, stuck I should with my work gut. for Vegas. I can set the lines. <laughs> oh boy, Mike. I will bet at whatever book you work for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, next up, we have Purdue. Do what do you what do you guys think? Purdue four and a half, four and a half for Mike. So n- not only no bowl, but not even really close. Yeah, I just think. Yeah, year two of that coach. Mm. Mm. Yeah, four and a half. Okay, okay, I'll say five and a half. I think it's five and a half, but I want to say something different. So. Now you know it, but yeah, I. Yeah. I can't split this one. I'm going to start with Kyle and go five and a half. Purdue is at four. God and damn it. Three for three for Mike. <laughs> I almost have him pulled up. Mike was looking at this list while we were no, taking a break. Next up. Um, it's not on here, which is really weird. Can't what? find Rutgers anywhere. Uh, yeah, it's a zero. I think Rutgers <laughs> will be four and a half. I'm going to say four and a half on that one as well. I don't even have to wait. Yeah. I think it's, I can't find it on here. It's really weird, but uh, I would, I would agree. Four and a half for them too. Um, next. <laughs> he doesn't even have them listed. That's so mean. Vegas just like, no, yeah, we're not no. taking bets on them. Wait, you mean they're getting more schools at it? Yeah, bro. Rutgers it, is still there. It goes, no. it goes straight from Purdue to UCLA, bro. Like, no <laughs> R's or nothing. Um, Indiana. Indiana. Mm. I'm going to say four and a half on that one. Four and a half. Five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah. Finally. One for the home team. That's bullshit, though. I'm doing great at this game. Yeah. Are you (laughs) you over? Four and four? Uh, Yep. (laughs) No, he got one. Yeah. No. No, he's over. No, No, he didn't get get one. one. Oh, okay. No, he's over. I'm just trying to catch Mike over here. (gasps) Okay. What do you guys think Ohio State is sitting at right now? I actually know this. I know this one off the top of my head. You said 
Eight and a half. Eight and a half for Ohio State. Yes. If that was ever a line for Ohio State, in reality, because it's not fucking eight and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna if say, it was eight and a half, Ryan I Day can, is not there. I'm going to let Kyle go because I know That's the answer. The, I'm going to say... You're going to say ten and a half, huh? I'm going to say eleven and a half. Yeah. Can I give my answer now? The correct answer is ten and a half. Indeed, it is ten okay. and a half. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, yeah eight and a half is way too low. Once you told that. me how bad I was, I knew it was ten. And a half. <laughs> Kyle just Kyle? seeing himself out. <laughs> hey, hey, you just do the cameras, all right? You just do the cameras over there, bro. Watch the cords. I mean, eleven and a half—that's a perfect regular season. That is true. <laughs> this game sucks. <laughs> that's why we're playing it because you're get your turn. You see. You like how he always leaves the fucking set when he's pissed off? <laughs> I know. This is not the first time, folks. It happened one other time three <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Damn, it's been that long. What do you guys think? Okay, so new addition to the Big Ten. A team that, like, gets lumped in with, like, USC and Oregon. UCLA. What do you think UCLA is projected to be? Well, this one is hard. This one is tough. Their coach left to be an offensive coordinator. Chippy gone. Um, and they just hired a guy who's never even been a coordinator. Yep, well, running back. Hey, coach. So I'm, I'll give you a hint. The lines were set before Chip left. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, well, okay. So the let's let's go. Be- half. Yeah, let's go before and after. I yeah, say I, I don't know half. if they've been adjusted since. I don't know when it's, his maybe lines not. But we'll make out. our prediction. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say before Chip left, it was sitting at, yeah, seven and a half. And after he left, if they were to adjust it, I would say five and a half. I, actually, I think it's going to be six and a half. If, if I remember correctly. Do you? I believe they were set at seven and a half. Five and a half. Ooh. Damn. And that was set with Chip. Oh, wow. I think now it's three and a half, four and a half, somewhere it's, in that. It's Dude, gotta, that's, that's this thing with these Pac-12 teams coming into the Big Ten. Like, every, like I saw a thread today about, you know, the Big Ten's not ready for USC. It's like, dude, we've heard that before. <laughs> we've seen your kind. Yeah. <laughs> we know how this goes. They're blonde, and they end up in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Scott F. must not be on your staff because he'd be like, don't you fucking say that. Don't you do it. It's a trap. Okay, another new addition. Supposed to be in the upper tier whenever we talk about the Big Ten Conference is USC. What do you think USC's projected win total is? Six and a half. Woo! Was that it? Yeah, I'll let you go, Mike. No, I'm just saying woo because... Oh, low. low. (laughs) Yes, Kyle's like, I'm going to say... uh, low. I'm going to say seven and a half. I'm going to get ballsy. I'm going to say eight and a half. Seven and a half. Bingo! For USC. Now, I can see that. I think eight wins is fair for USC. I I don't think they go above eight. Lincoln Riley in a very interesting spot there. Who's coming in to play QB there? Who they got? A true... No, no. They have the guy from K-State. Will? Will Howard? Will Howard. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But okay. Will Howard having I mean, to go play in the system. Big Ten. Good luck. Fits their system well, but does their system fit the Big Ten? Not really. Well, the pro- their offense wasn't really the problem. It's they couldn't cover a cough. So ah. yeah, and yeah, welcome to the Big Ten. Kyle's looking up the fucking win loss totals. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> get himself like, some wins. I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. All right. Next up, 
a team that we have not beaten in nine years. Uh, Wisconsin. 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 Seven and a half. Eight and a half. I'm tailing seven and a half on that one. It See, just feels right. With those, most of the time, right, experts think Wisconsin is going to be better than they really are. Yeah. But in this case, guys, it's six and a half. Six huh. and a half. Second year under Fook Lickle. Did they have a lot of turnover? Like, did they lose a lot of players? Like, did you like that? I was doing <laughs> your, your beer impression. Yeah, thank you. Did did Wisconsin lose a lot of key players? I felt like like I knew there was that one linebacker that was kind of iffy, and I knew he stayed. Um, it didn't seem like there was a lot of like roster turnover there. Going down to well, six and a half. Their quarterback play was pretty bad, though. So hey, indeed, welcome to most of the Big Ten. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's you know that's why it's six and a half for them. Yeah. Yeah, and definitely not eight and a half. Because if you <laughs> did you say <laughs> listen, but here's the thing though. No, here's the thing, Kyle. I'm defending you because the media loves them some whiskey. At the beginning of every year, it's it's whiskey this, whiskey that. I don't know. Especially or, with Luke Fickle, you'd have thought like, oh, they're drinking the Luke Fickle. They've been a, they've been atop the Big Ten West for But there's no Big Ten West anymore. I know. Yeah, but yeah. still, I mean but you still, look at they're like, a quality team. Yeah, six yeah. and a half seems wildly low. That worries me for when we get to the Nebraska total, which I'm actually they, pretty sure I know. They get less freebies without divisions. So, right. So six and a half for them. <clears throat> Next up, we have Iowa. And we have to say it with the W because they beat us. We have to say. Not in women's basketball, though. That's what matters. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why we do this. Yeah. That was awesome. Eat your heart out, Caitlin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Iowa. What do you guys think for the, the fighting Kirk Ferences? Seven and a half. Oh, God. Iowa. I feel like. New Kirk, offensive coordinator. No matter. Seven and a half. That's Kirk. It's Kirk. That's his, that's his MO. Eight and a half. Hmm. You bring up new offensive coordinator. New offensive coordinator, guys. We've seen his stats. I know. It's Brian Ferentz by another name. Again, against my better judgment, I'm going to side with Mike and go seven and a half. Seven and a half. <laughs> Kyle is just... Which, would that not be one of... <laughs> would that not be one of worst... Or Kirk's worst seasons? If he gets seven or no. maybe even... like. Back back in the day before Iowa... You one know, of, not the. Yeah, I mean... One of. Kirk used to always just... Seven, eight, nine, ten, seven, eight, yeah, nine, but seven, seven would be one of his worst seasons. Yeah, by his, eight, I eight, know, eight, by eight, his eight, worst, eight, 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 eight. with a T, worse with an S E. By his standards, as of late, it would be a bit of a down year. And you thought Iowa fans were complaining about this year with their ten wins. Just imagine if they got to seven, like. The calls for Kirk to step down would intensify. I mean, like in in rankings for that new OC, like his best ranking was like 112th. It was bad. That new OC sucks. Yeah, these betting lines sucks. (laughs) (laughs) All right, KB, KB. Yeah, let's one last one. One last chance at redemption here. This is easy though. What's Nablastia? Where's Nablastia at? What do you think? Six and a half. Oh no! Damn it! Wrong again. what? You got it wrong again. Are you shitting me? Hey, hey. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. For, yeah. for Nebraska. Yeah. Actually, if you want to look at the real analytics, it was 7.3. 
That that's not yeah. Uh, yeah. That's for, for, that was for, my second. Yeah, that guess. was covered <laughs> betting, but like for like yeah. the, the ESPN yeah. like analytics things, we were sitting at seven point three. Hey, so we don't yeah. listen to Disney. Yeah, Shit. Bob Iger, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> so you know, without uh, getting it because we we are not going to do our win loss predictions yet, but seven and a half. Like we were contemplating at break, drawing another line, just like we did last year. We said last year. If you picked six and six, you're a fucking coward. Turns out, as always, NBNR was right. This year, do we still just draw that line at six? Yes. Is that where we draw it again? You have to. We haven't made a bowl game since 2017. It's either five or... Let me me give you this argument. Vegas right now Mm. is setting the line at seven and a half. Meaning seven or eight. I... Don't hate Jared's argument where we say seven being the neutral number, you got to pick you gotta above or below seven. You either got to like do that. eight or six. Because six is still a cop-out because yeah. everybody but, knows. But this is where Vegas sets the line. I know, but but we're not Vegas. Like, yeah. Like, Mike, yeah, you Kyle, literally just said you would run a sports book no, minutes I, ago. I, mean, I, I did go like nine for ten. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah. but you're being kind of a bitch about this. Kind of. A little bit. But we haven't made a bowl game since 2017. I think the easiest choice, if you're somebody who's pessimistic and optimistic, is like eh, six. Yeah. Six. And guess what? Six, you a bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I th- Damn. It's uh, You're making the Occam's razor argument. Mm, I like that. God. Because, again, like, if you, if you say you either pick eight or six... If you say six, then again, like you're assuming a ball game and, and that's this team, good. it's it's good, but this team doesn't deserve it. They don't deserve it yet to assume a bowl game, yes. to assume a pinstripes bowl. They they're they haven't earned that yet. Nope. So I think I think we just keep the line where it is. Yeah, or again, change a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> We've got twelve people watching us right now. If you're in the chat, put in your. Uh, your season Ooh. prediction for record before the spring, before we know anything, before transfers out, before transfers ends, before injuries. Don't pay Give attention. Give us your too early season prediction. Put it in the chat. Don't pay attention to the Vegas lines. Yeah. Yes. I think what I think. A, pay attention to the Kyle lines. Yeah. I think um, a compelling discussion, guys, we could have. Damn. Maybe this is for another episode. But. Record prediction for Nebraska with Harburg as your QB. Oh and then with Dylan as no, your I QB. I don't know. What, what are we thinking there? Oh, boy. Is that a whole other thing? Can I call post? No, I'm just kidding. Can I call <laughs> do, post? Do we want to drop? Because you're asking for before spring, mm. just a number. Do we want to drop a spring number and then compare it to as we get closer to the season what we actually think? And see how things change between spring and fall. Do we want to do that? Doug, do we want to? Doug Johnson it? says Heinrich Harburg will be a four-win season. Doug, we need your we need your Dylan Rayola Wait, prediction. Hold on, is that Doug Johnson? Uh, are you Doug Johnson that I know from Nebraska Brewing Company? Hey, Dougie, Douglas Johnson. Are you? Uh, I I believe he might be at the schoolhouse right now. 
I don't know. He's on YouTube. Schoolhouse. Yeah, I, I believe. Yeah, like, I don't think he's at schoolhouse. He's on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you should be learning, Doug. That is, that is a right. former Toys for Tots guy. He's incredible. Yes. Great dude. The one and only, he said. Yeah. Yes. Shout out, Doug. Uh, Doug's Dave, a great dude. Dave, uh, a good listener of ours. Dave said, Harburg, four and eight. Rayola, seven and five or eight Ooh. and four. Woo. I love that D- Dave did not choose the cop out six and six answer. So, yeah. shout out. Doug, we need your uh, your DR your DR prediction as I well. Ju- I just think it's compelling because with Harburg, yeah, I, I think it would be a four-win season. But with Dylan, like, true freshman in the Big that, Ten. That's why, I, that's why I asked. Could I say ah, post? It's kind of scary. <laughs> like, yeah, technically, is he a better quarterback, Dylan? That sure. Him. Sure. That Harburg? Yeah. I mean, I, sure. What do you years. mean technically? <laughs> what do you years. mean technically? He's already better, and he's never played a college football game. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And this, again, is did, not us dogging Heinrich Harburg. He did his job when he needed to. You're dogging. I'm just saying, true freshman in the Big Ten, guys. Doug like, says seven wins with Woo. DR, okay. and you lose in the bowl game. Lose in the bowl game. Hey, hey, that's too like, it's too far in the future. Hey, we if lose, we make a bowl game, we're winning anyway. Yeah, we, we, yes, we, <laughs> right. yeah, that's fair. If we make a bowl game, we win, regardless. Um, Okay, guys. <laughs> Brian in the chat says, Dylan was better two years ago. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's, he's, I, I would agree. I think. Dil- Dylan is going to prom in three months or two months, and he is a better quarterback. No, Dylan is already on campus. He is not going to prom. Yeah, he ain't well, going you to know prom. what I mean. Dylan is already you, doing hey. workouts with Heinrich Harburg, and Heinrich's right. like, holy okay, shit, hold on, you hold can on. throw the ball? Let me... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we can throw it forward? No, let me <laughs> let me, let me change that, that line of thinking. If Dylan was going to prom in two months and was not on campus, then he would still be better. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Harburg... Heinrich, I love you. We needed yeah. you when we needed you. He did what he needed. You to fulfilled do. your role. You you knew your role, which was a starting part, power five quarterback. Wasn't fair to you. Hey, you know what he's better at? He's better at being a Taysom Hill than Dylan Rello ever will be. Yeah. Hey, that's something. <laughs> that is something. Um, okay. I'm already re- regretting what I'm about to do. Oh, what are you about to do? I'm we'll gonna, scoot away. No, 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 no. So. You guys, today is a very special day. It's President's Day. Yeah. Is that explain your goofy hat? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Teddy. Wait. Yeah. I want to go around. I want to ask you who your favorite president is. Don't don't tell me why, because you're gonna have stupid reasons, all of you. No matter who it is. Who would you say is your favorite president? Don't go into policy. I don't care about policies. Shut up about your it's, damn it's policies. name and name only. I got yeah. I got Just it. Just give you. me your name. I got it for you. What you got? George Washington. Because he make America. He make America. <laughs> he make it. USNA. <laughs> he make America. He didn't. <laughs> very, com- very, very compelling argument. <laughs> Mike, are you deflating again? I'm going to call Caleb. Aren't you glad I asked I'm going to call Caleb Henry and he's going to berate you once again. <laughs> You make America. You as a name. My favorite president of the bar. This is not a joke. This is very serious. I was serious. He didn't make America great again. No, he right. make America. He made it. Uh, KB, do you have a name in mind, or do I go? Do I go to Cav over here? Uh, what, do you, what do you got, man? 
Come on, give me some. Mine is not. Mine is not funny like Mike's. <laughs> um, you can make it funny. Yeah. No. Uh, Ulysses S. Grant. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Civil had a War big, had a big part in uh, the national parks and uh, making sure that they're conserved, preserved. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's one of the arguments you can make about my boy Teddy here. Yeah. He was. That's that was kind of his thing. Was yeah. That's the hill he died on. Not San Juan Hill either. No. Um, I would say if I if I'm going based off like personality, like cult of personality, it's it's got to be Teddy. It's got to be Teddy. There's no one that's come close to Teddy Roosevelt. But if I'm going policy, I'm going FDR all the way. I was I was leaning towards FDR, but uh, you guys gave like you two gave like serious answers. Right. Uh, I'm gonna go with William Howard Taft. Mostly because they had to make a special bath. Yeah. <laughs> I, I find that really funny. That's and a he, good one. He seems like a cool guy. Like, I'd have a beer with William Howard Taft. Yeah, like, in his bathtub because cool. yeah. he couldn't get out. Yeah, like yeah. that. that in his bathtub. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm getting in there. Yeah, all right. <laughs> anything. Look at you. But yeah, no, he seems like a fun guy. Like, I, I think I'd have a beer with Taft. Hey, the other thing about my boy FDR is he technically ended prohibition. Oh, so dog. 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 So, dog of the week. Hey, dog of the week. FDR the goat. Yeah. Thanks for the beers. We're all Mike is on record as saying FDR is the goat. He is a lefty. All right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, let's <laughs> not go there. Yeah, let's not go That's there. That's why I said no hey, Before we, before we uh, wrap up here, we do have a uh, question in the chat from Brian. He said, here's a question. If Purdy hadn't have left, would Harburg still be a quarterback? No. Short answer, no. I would say yes. I would say yes, too. Because Matt Rule, it, he's very serious when he says things. Like he's, he's, He doesn't lie to you. And when he says that Hunter Carberg is a quarterback. He's lying to me. <laughs> that's a lie. Although he did <laughs> lie to my tight end for the first half of the yeah. year last year. And Dude, he said that all offseason. If Purdy would have stayed, it would have been Riola, Purdy, then Kalen. Harburg might have got reps, but he would not have been a primary QB. No, That's he'd be playing tight state. end. Yeah. He'd be playing right. running back. He'd be playing wide receiver. Yeah, he would not be a primary quarterback. He would not be a quarterback. Like he's still going to do that next year. I'm just telling you right now. He's going to be playing yeah, tight end. I he's know. still going to be playing running back. So imagine adding much. another, frankly, as quarterback, yeah. a more capable guy still in that room. Harburg would not have been a quarterback. Yeah. Well, okay, well, let me ask you this. Was Chubba Purdy and Heinrich Harburg different Purdy could throw the ball better. We're, I mean, okay, uh, but let's hold on. Neither of them could really throw the damn ball. Well, I were said they better? Different? I didn't say good. You could you could ask this same question if Harburg wasn't lined up at tight end, would Chubba Purdy still be like if if Heinrich had left, would Purdy still be a QB? Or if Purdy left, would Heinrich? I mean, they were the same. But Chubba wasn't. I think Purdy left like, because Purdy had potential to go play quarterback somewhere. And if Harburg wanted to go play quarterback, the options were relatively limited. Purdy had a wider net that he could cast to go play at other places in that position. Yes, Ryan Held at UNK would take Harburg as his quarterback. Yes, he would. That is true. Yeah. And he'd he'd be very good there. That's it. I mean, what's he at now? Is he at San San Jose State now? His completion percentage would go up from like 48 to, I think it'd be up to like 55 at Carney. Here's here's I my I thought he was gonna be a dick and be like forty eight to like forty nine point two. I think fifty five is so kind of here's my question. So Purdy now at San Jose State, I believe. No. No oh, where, where is he at? Damn he it. ended up at um 
Where'd he go? Is he in like Nevada? Nevada. Yeah. Yep. yep yeah. Nevada. Okay. Do you think Harburg even gets a serious discussion with either of those universities as a QB? No. That's what I'm saying. Like no. Purdy was a better quarterback. I'm not saying he's a good or even great quarterback. I'm not saying either of those things. I'm saying Purdy was a better quarterback. If Purdy would have stayed, Harburg would have become a much more utility player like you were talking about. Yeah. If Purdy stayed, Harburg was not a quarterback. Yeah, and it helps that Chubba's last name is Purdy. Helps and, a lot. And his brother, um, I don't know if you know this or not, he's in the NFL and was just playing in a Super Bowl. So And an NFC championship the previous year. He's he's very marketable with just his sure. name alone. Sure. So it's team, like that McCaffrey kid playing him. for Rice. Yes. And like Receiver. <laughs> yeah. that, that Harbor question, like I'm kind of thinking, uh, like if, if we were to look on, if Purdy was still here, if we looked at the roster, I still think Harbor would, would be listed as a QB. Technically. Would but, it be above him on depth chart? What's that? Would he be above Purdy on the depth chart? I would not think so. Just, uh, because, just because Purdy started Wisconsin and is. Iowa. And of course, depending on, but I think if we were looking at today, he would be, he would be third. He'd be third. I, but I think that would only be for the reason that like you want to limit Kalen, like, because yeah. again, yeah, we've it's, all, not, it's not, it's not as Harburg is. Yeah. I awesome. think we all agree that Kalen is going to play likely his four games. Like he's not going to play a full four games. I don't think so. I don't think he will. Really? You don't, know, you don't I, think he'll see four? Nope. Let me put it this way. Again, I'm not when saying was, four full games. When, was, when the, was the last time Nebraska took care of business in games that and guys could actually get in and play? Like, we haven't had the opportunity for backups to get in and play. Unless here, it's due to injury. Here is the beauty. You don't have to take care of business to play backups. Oh, shit. Well, what at, it, at the quarterback position, you do. Uh, if we're getting blown out, fuck it. Rolling Kalen. Hmm. I just think Nebraska is at a point and they've been at this point where they like to play in close games no matter who they're playing, and it has not benefited us in the depth position for quarterback. Let me say, you. so you said if Nebraska's getting blown out. Yeah. If Nebraska's getting blown out, whether Kalen gets PT is the least of my concerns at that point. My, no, I agree. my point is I'm probably thinking... What the fuck is going on? What's going on with DR? What's going on with DR? Well, What's going on with Rulinator? What's going on with Glenn Thomas? What's going on with Coach Shat the field? So, <laughs> so, but that's that question. That question can be viewed in like one of a thousand dimensions. It could be receivers dropping balls. It could be bad play calling. It could be we're in the new Big Ten. There are no divisions. There are four new teams. All of them decent at the very least. It could just be, we're just outplayed. So I, I don't like looking at it like, what's going on with Dylan? What's going on with Rule? We might just not be good enough compared to teams like Ohio State or Michigan. Which Do we play Ohio is, State? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like we, we, there are a number of factors that go into that. So for right. us to be in this seat right now, saying what's going on is just not fair well, to I'm, say. I'm just saying if, if yeah, you're no, losing by 40 or thir- you know, 30. Yeah. I, it's like, mm, I don't like this. We And Kalen getting playing time is in the back of my mind. Nebraska's yeah. in I'm, a position. I'm crying in a corner somewhere. Yeah. Nebraska's in a position right now with our current roster. We could be doing most everything perfect and still lose a game. 
That's the nature of life. You can do everything perfect and still lose. There's no lessons. You're just not good enough. Mm. That That's possible. Well, that's possible. Yeah, well, unless you're, you're just, George Washington and you make America. Yeah. You make America. Uh, but yeah, so uh, there's a lot of factors. It just depends on the game on that one. But uh, yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. You're right. I, I see Kalen at least getting two, maybe three games. At least taking like a drive or two. You said is four. I said at least two to three. I said I think he'll get four. I don't. I, I think they'll let him get his four. I think. The over-under on games played, he said, no, is one. Zero. One? <laughs> one. I will hammer that over right now. I one. will. I will hammer that and right now. And that's just snaps. I, I just think that. One snap. Rule, rule cares so much about Harburg being a quarterback mm. that Danny Kalen is in the back, like way down in his give a shit, need to get if, snaps. I'd be one thing if Harburg was a senior or fifth year senior but he's not he's still relatively young he's a junior i'm i'm willing to have this clipped right now i will put a hundred dollars right now that danny kalen gets more than one snap this season each. more than one snap i said you just play, said play one, in snap. one game no you just said one snap I, I i said even in that one game he's not going to get a lot of snaps it's it's not going to be one snap uh, seven snaps. How about seven? It's not going to be significant playing time. <laughs> I No, I was saying he'll likely only get maybe one to two drives in any one of those games. Like, it's not going to be like he's playing a full game. I've said that repeatedly. I just I don't think he gets four games. Not a chance. I like if, if you were to look at the schedule and tell me at what point at what what games would Danny Kalen, who is presumably the third quarterback. UTEP. OK, so there's one easy money, not easy money. Easy money is getting reps in UTEP. Easy Dude, money. when was the last time we took care of business against a UTEP or any of those teams? Name a time. Find me Find me an example Mike. in the rule era. Or re- really, you can go back to the last two coaches. Find me a time besides the, the rule Bethune era has Cookman. Been one season, so. Besides Bethune-Cookman in the last five years. Yeah, I was going to say, even then it was kind of... Even then it was iffy. <laughs> we have not had a chance to get extra guys reps. <laughs> we just don't. Yeah. We suck. <laughs> I'll, I'll bet you bare, bare minimum actually I'll set my line at he gets reps in two separate games UTEP and doesn't matter Northern, Northern Iowa. Iowa Northern Iowa is a, they're not a slouch either I'm just saying they, they go in and they beat teams they're not supposed to Danny Kalen will get reps in at least two games I don't think so I don't think so We'll see. We'll, you know, say, you we'll know what, say one. Start you know what, those counters. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of, uh, I'd be sitting in front of my, my telly playing NCAA football 06. I'm recruiting a quarterback, right? I, 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 uh, I'm playing as Harvard and uh, I'm playing You're a true Harvard guy. Huh? And yeah, cause I like to build up programs. Because he's smart. Yeah. Funny yeah. enough. I'm I was smart. a UTEP guy. <laughs> I'm, I, went, I go to Harvard. And I get a quarterback, true freshman, and uh, you know I want to get him some game experience. But that's a video game. I don't think that's going to happen in real life. No, because Nebraska's not good enough to even. Nah, I would be. Let alone four. I think four is. I, I would be interested to see how many times a third string quarterback got in to play four games at Alabama. Yeah, I was. I was or just Ohio about to look State up or Ohio Michigan. State. Those are different programs. And again, but they play one bad teams. thing we have yes. to understand, and I. They blow teams out of the water, and they've got stars on stars. They've got guys lining up that are four-star quarterbacks sitting in the third spot. And so for us to say that, oh, a possible three-star quarterback out of Nebraska 
is going to get in in four games when we haven't beat anybody by three scores in the last five years to, is crazy. To put that I'm in perspective. I'm not saying he's going to be running games. I'm saying he's going to get a drive. We'll right, see. Right. To put it in perspective, Ohio State's third-string quarterback, Kinehills or whatever from uh, South no, Dakota. Yes, North, South Sodak Dakota? or Nodak. One of them. One of the Dakotas. That guy, <laughs> he played in three games, and that team, Ohio State, blew out lots of teams. Well, in one of those games, he started. He started. The bowl game. Yes. And that's and not because like they wanted not, him to. No, that's just because. <laughs> opt-outs. Opt-outs. And we are not going to be opting out. <laughs> well, <laughs> you wouldn't think. At least you would think. Yeah. He, he played in Minnesota and Michigan State when they were up 38-3 to and 37-3. to I don't think Nebraska's ever going to get up that much to anybody. No. Even, even UTEP. Again, I didn't say when Nebraska's blowing them out. Right. I said when Nebraska's getting blown out. That Damn. could happen, too. Uh, we did Damn. have a comment in the chat. That's, that is so fucking... What's the word I want to use? Fair? I mean, depressing, but like... I don't think I don't even think Rule... Even if we're getting blown out, I don't think you'll ever see Rule pull out his... You're going to throw him to the Wolves? Who? Is Matt Rule going to throw Kale into the Wolves? Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't take your first-string quarterback out in a blowout loss Presumably. just to go out and just get destroyed. I mean, presumably, we've got Raiola for three years. Presumably. Yeah. Why would you not be trying to give this kid some playing time and getting him acquainted with what it's like to play in this atmosphere? Then why would you not do it right now? Limited. Again, I'm not saying this kid plays a full game. But give him limited exposure in this redshirt year. Keep that extra year. It would be dumb to not at least give him some work. I agree with you. I'm the one that was on record. I was the only one on this table that said that if Dylan Rayola were to get hurt, that I would want to see Danny Kalen over at Hiram Harburg. I was the only one at the table that said that. I don't know that I would have disagreed with that. You did. You said you said Heinrich Harburg would be quarterback two. I, I, I would I just. I think. I think you all said that. Yeah. I except don't know. me. I, th- I still think he would be. I still, yeah. I still think he would be. And I, I think he would be. I just think that. Going back to your point, Danny Kalen, if you are trying to groom him for the future, I would rather see right. Danny Kalen out there than Heinrich Harburg. That's why I'm saying he's going to get playing time this season. Like you're I, crazy uh, to think otherwise. I, but he's not getting four games. He ain't getting four games. He's not getting more than two games. But I then, promise you. With your assumption, you're also kind of and look, maybe maybe you're right about this. The whole rule coming out in defense of Harburg, saying we see a quarterback in him, we see this in him, would be kind of bullshit. Right, if if that's the case, right? Because if Kalen would see action in four games, see action, not start, but see action in four games, that would mean that Rule made the decision to say, "All right, he's playing over Harburg," like because four games is a lot. That's a lot of games for a third stringer. Yeah, again, so I'm he would have drives. To, that I, right, I know, yes. but it's still yeah. playing okay. in four. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. You're right. Just seeing action, that means that Rule had to have made the decision. All right, you're playing over Harburg. Yeah. Like, if he's going to see action in four games, that's a lot of games. If anything, if anything, I'd see rule grooming Harburg just in case Riola goes down. If, if we were in a position where we were beating the shit out of somebody, I would want to get Harburg ready to go before I got Kalen ready to go. I would want to get, I would want Dylan to keep fucking slinging it. Well, <laughs> is what I would want to do. Well, but, I know, but like, you know, playing it safe and stuff, that's yeah, what you see yeah, all the no, time. I'm just saying Harburg would come in, hand the ball off, get some, get some reps. Yeah. Because I think they owe it to Harburg, too. Yeah. Because he stuck around. He could have left. Yep. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to put in Kalen, 
I mean, is that all we're asking is, all right, do some handoffs? No, not at all. That's whack. If I'm putting Kalen in, I want him to throw. Right. But he doesn't even get the, the reps during the week. But like, then here's, practice, the, but here's you know? the thing, though. If, if they're up by 30 or they're down by 30, and you got Kalen out there slinging the ball, you know, it's like, can we just get this fucking game over with? Like, why are we slinging the ball around? Yeah, We're losing by 30. Be, and the other, the opponent's going to hate you for doing that, right? So there's that well, kind of dynamic there. And so I think if Kalen were to come in, it would be, all right, hand the ball off to Emmett or to Dowdle, or hopefully Dowdle wouldn't be in, but just hand it off. And then that's not valuable experience, in my opinion. I, no, and I agree with that. But I think at that point, like, if you want to get Kalen experience throwing the ball in a game, a blowout either way, just have him throw some quick slants, like any short pass. And right. again, just get him comfortable with like being in that pocket, reading defenses, doing that kind of stuff. You don't have to be slinging the ball downfield, but just get him comfortable throwing the ball. Malachi, that go! Is, that is going to be the most valuable experience. Just like you bring up Malachi. Talking about, you know, I, I don't know who it was we were talking to that talked about Malachi's first touchdown and like that feeling, breaking yourself in as a receiver in the Big Ten. That feeling is unbeatable. You are now kind of in tune with how things are going to work. Breaking that chair, Just baby. getting a few completions into Kalen's hands over the course of the season will be very valuable. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, ha- we'll further this discussion after the spring game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so just on record right now, I'm saying he does not get more than two games. I Any say, action. I say one game. Yeah, I, I would agree with I would agree with that. Just, yeah. I'm just playing it safe. Yeah. I'm going to call it two with a potential third. Okay. So he went down from four? To, yeah, he yeah. went from four to... I did that yeah. minutes ago talking about this. Yes, he talked himself down. Yep. No, you yeah, guys were him. saying he wasn't going to play at all yeah, at first, and I've talked you up. No, I said no. one maybe. Yeah. yeah, that's a zero. One maybe is a zero there, Mike. One maybe. But you're on record. hundred bucks. Each. Yep. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. And you get a hundred. <laughs> yeah. We're so good. No, I get a hundred from each of them. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not dumb enough to make that bet, boy. Uh, yeah. yeah, clearly I'm not smart enough to make any bets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Vegas sure. got our asses. Yeah. Okay, so that discussion went. We probably who asked that? Time. Doug Douglas asked that, or yeah. who asked that? God uh, damn, Douglas! No, that was Brian. <laughs> Brian, you took us off the rails a little bit. Um, Terry did say to, to close out that conversation. He said, "I think Kalen is going to end up being a star, while Dylan is getting all the attention." Let's hope that's true, but hey. I I hope Dylan is great. Who was so, that? That was Terry. Terry, are you trying to be a contrarian? Maybe. Are you trying to be different? I'm different. No. He's just trying to be different. No, we like Terry. We like Terry. I think, I think we like Terry. I've never seen him in here before. But Terry Iman? No. Oh. Definitely not. Yeah. Terry, Terry with an I or a Y. <laughs> Mr. Iman, I know you come into the tap room all the time. That's not, I see you every week. That's not Terry Mike's like, I know it's not. it's not. I'm talking to Terry Iman. <laughs> all right. Um, what are we doing? Come on the show, okay. Terry. Yeah. We're arguing about if Kalen's going to get in four games or not. No, he's not. Okay. Okay. Let's, uh, Mike, let's, plug, let's your, Mike, plug yourself. No. Where can the people find you? <laughs> no. All right. Uh, go to nbnrpodcast.com. We got merch. Mike's wearing a freaking zip. KB's got that hat looking good. God, another hat to my left. Shout out Evan's Custom Apparel. Evan's yep. Custom Apparel. Shout out Herdat Sports Bar for providing us with some pizza and some chips and dip tonight. Their guac yeah. is fire. Dude, the buffalo the chicken, mic. the buffalo Their chicken pizza goes 
dummy hard, doesn't it? <laughs> that shit is banging. Yeah. The buffalo chicken Mike, pizza has been fantastic. Yeah, the buffalo chicken pizza was legit. That You got to get that guac, though. I'm telling you, guys, go get that guac. That shit is... <laughs> Um, Mike, go, quit deflating on yourself. Twitter, on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook. I'm worried about your lungs. YouTube, um, TikTok. We are, we have the same handle everywhere. We make it so easy for all our little followers out there. It just eat, eating up our slop. All those hogs eating up our slop. That's right. All you hogs out there. And be in our podcast. What are you doing? All those hogs eating up our slot, baby. Stop doing that. <laughs> You're still saying it. And me and our podcast. <laughs> our kids. We appreciate you. Hey, happy. Hey, yeah, I don't think you're hogs. <laughs> I think you're a little hog. You're prime, okay. you're prime cattle. Terry with a Y. Um, okay, let's sign off. I'm one of your hosts, Jared Holt. Mike Delaware. Kyle Byers. Connor Cadillac. As always, beat Indiana. Please. And GBR. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Utter. He's a junkyard dog. Hey. Kenny Bell ran up to me. He's like, you know what you just, what you just <laughs> did? You get mad. You went to go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, <laughs> gone it, Muhammad. GBR. A Heard at Sports Network production.